Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? My name is BJ. And my name is Me Too. And this week, we're checking out the listener-recommended show, Shit's Creek, a Canadian sitcom. So stay tuned to the end to find out if BJ lost all his money to his best friend who laundered it. So you are admitting to stealing all my money? Oh, BJ, I'm your best friend. And a criminal? Oh, that's so nice. So let's get into this pilot episode. The Rose family, led by Johnny and Moira, are incredibly wealthy. We see that in the opening of this pilot. But the entire premise of the show is very straightforward. Johnny trusted the wrong friend who took off with all of his cash, didn't pay taxes. And so they are forced to move with their kids, David and Alexis. Kids used loosely. David and Alexis are probably late 20s early 30s in this show, to a town named Schitt's Creek, which Johnny had purchased as a joke for his son, David. And so they are now navigating this new world of Schitt's Creek, no longer in their wealthy circles or in their bubble of wealth. We meet Roland Schitt, <laughs> who, who is the mayor of the town, and the motel's manager, Stevie. I just realized they actually have to be early 30s because Johnny Rose bought the town in 1991. And if the kids remember that, they would have had to have been born in the 80s. Oh, facts. That's a, a timeline update for our listeners. So let's start it off with your thoughts since you were actually a fan of this series. And this is my first time watching. Honestly, I'm more curious about your thoughts. I don't mean to volley this back and forth. Listeners, I think this is a bit of a spoiler. I love Shit's Creek. This is actually my fourth time seeing the pilot. I've watched it on my own again, and I've also shown it to others. So I am all in on this show. It's finally being recognized by the Emmys this year. This show is funny. Yes, Me Too was laughing out loud the entire time. Did that affect your viewing experience? I tried to mute myself, but I didn't know how. No, your laughing doesn't influence me. But I'm still your best friend. How did you like this episode? It was fine. <laughs> so in this first episode, what were your reactions to the Rose family? How do you think they'll fare in Schitt's Creek? It's the typical fish out of water, upper class white people coming into a poor town and having to adjust to normal life where you don't have ample money to get whatever you want. So that is something I've seen before and I can kind of see what type of storylines might come up. I feel like I didn't learn enough about the family in this first episode. They do fit into a few stereotypes. For example, with Maura Rose, with her talking down to people that she thinks are on a lower social status than her. She accused Stevie of stealing her diamond earrings in order to buy drugs. And politely said, I will not press charges <laughs> if you return them. I would never accuse you of stealing them. But if you return them, nothing bad will happen. So I feel like that is a type of person that we assume of the wealthy. And I think Alexis also fits that heiress role of wealthy young girl, maybe like daddy's little girl gets everything she wants, but then also has this neglectful, probably manipulative boyfriend who we never see and ends things with her. I will say, though, I did like the banter between David and Alexis. I like their relationship. I feel like they could be some fun characters that might develop. 
And I like Stevie. Stevie was my favorite of all the characters we met. I figured Stevie would be your favorite. Why is that? Because she is snarky and reacting to the family, and you tend to like the characters that are snarky and in a position to react to what other people are doing. I can relate to Stevie. I would be the Stevie in Schitt's Creek. For sure. Except there is room for one black person in Schitt's Creek, and we meet her later. Her name is Ronnie. (laughs) So, I guess all those slots are filled. (laughs) Do you have a favorite character? I go back and forth. So one character I love is Moira. She Mm -hmm. develops her own language as the show develops. Apparently, Catherine O'Hara, who plays Moira, made some independent decisions about how she pronounces words like baby, for example. Someone made a supercut of her saying bebe or however she pronounces it. And so... The way that she speaks, and because she's a former soap opera actress in the show, she just has this very funny way about her that always gets me. As far as my favorite characters, I love the relationship that develops later on between David and Stevie. They actually become close. That's one thing I think that sets this show apart from other shows where and movies where the common trope is this rich family fish out of water story in this poor town where they learn from the salt of the earth people how the world works is Mm -hmm. there is such a heart built into the show it's what kept me watching the office after season six is you buy so deeply into the characters that you just inherently care about them so much even if the episode isn't hilarious you love them That was the case with The Office. With Schitt's Creek, they're doing a really great job in wrapping up the story neatly. So this season, this upcoming season will be its last because Daniel and Eugene Levy found that that's all they need for the story to wrap. So they clearly really respect the show and you feel that in the writing of all the characters. That's smart. I like when showrunners, writers, creators are smart enough to know that they shouldn't milk their content because it's not going to be as enjoyable. Your audience is going to fall off of the show as well. So I like that they have found a good ending point and have decided to wrap it up on their own. Which leads me to, I don't know if you saw this ahead of time, David and Johnny, so father and son, Eugene Mm -hmm. and Daniel Levy actually co-created the show and... You meet her briefly in the pilot episode. She comes up more later because she is such a great character. Twyla is Daniel Levy's sister. Oh, full family production. It's a family affair. So I have a question for you. Okay. From this first episode, it doesn't seem like it's very plot heavy. Like you mentioned, it's a very simple premise that introduced us. So I'm wondering, is there a big story arc for each season? Is there going to be more that we need to keep up with in each episode? Yes, there is more to keep up with. So the show in this first episode is very breezy, and it almost makes you think that the rest of the show will just be very funny zingers between the characters and not much more. Mm -hmm. But the plot develops so beautifully, actually, that I won't spoil it. But especially in this latest season, you literally will cry if you watch this latest season. It's so beautiful. And they really make you fall in love deeply with the characters. Okay, that's good to hear. And I think good for our listeners to know, it's going to be more than another day of the Rose family figuring out life in the small town. There'll be more substance to it. And because it's a comedy, for sure, the focus is on getting the laughs. 
But there are episodes where something dramatic happens. So both David and Alexis especially experience relationship drama as they meet people in this town and work to ingratiate themselves in this town. And same with Johnny and Moira with developing friendships in this town. And not every episode focuses as heavily on the laughs because they also clearly want to get the point across that you're to care about these characters and you're to follow their journey in this town. And as they introduce the townspeople, you're introduced to a whole new set of plot points and problems and characters, and you really buy into them as well. Um, can we talk about Roland Shit, the mayor, for a second? <laughs> that name, for some reason, I've watched this show several times, and for some reason in this latest watch is when I realized what they were doing with his name. Roland shit. <laughs> Does he become, I guess, I'll let you process that a little more. Ready? Okay, yes. Does he become more likable or develop a better relationship with Johnny, for example? Because this episode, he was very off-putting, which I think was the intention. Yeah. But I do wonder if the writers later want us to see a different side of him. Yes. So you get to know Roland pretty well and his wife, Jocelyn. They become, I don't think this is a huge spoiler, they become bigger characters on the show. And as the Roses get to know them, we get to know them. And he becomes more likable. He's still annoying and he's still pretty socially inept. But with the cushioning of getting to know Jocelyn, his wife, who is dope, and his kids you get a greater sense of the man and it's less you know i don't know if you've experienced this when you watch tv beach but sometimes characters are one note and you can tell they're brought on just to be a foil to the protagonist so they're Mm -hmm. just the sassy one or they're just the annoying one or the rude one or whatever so it seems like he's just gonna be the bumbling fool who is yeah kind of rude in his foolishness and that's not where his character stays. He has these redeeming moments and you get a chance as, of the, as the viewer to have a fuller look at him. That's good. So it really sounds like there are a lot of layers to the characters in this sitcom. And it's not really just these are funny stereotypes, but these are actually people who you want to know more about. Yeah, they really develop these people and you especially get to see the Rose kids thrive. So I don't think this is a spoiler for our viewers, for our listeners, but clearly these kids need to find jobs. They need to find ways to make money to survive in this new reality. And Mm -hmm. being forced to have that scrappiness about you is something they would have never had to do if they had remained rich. And so Mm -hmm. it almost feels like it's good for them that they lost all their money. Although there's a really funny line in the show where Johnny Rose remarks to Moira that, you know, his family is much closer and they've developed these new skills and they're getting scrappier. And he says to her, you know, he's, he, he basically tries to start saying, maybe it's a good thing that this happened to us. And Moira tells him not to get ahead of himself. So it is true that ultimately- I'm On her side. Yeah, it's best to be wealthy, but- They make the best of it, and it's cool to see because 
I think if David and Alexis remained as annoying as they are in the pilot episode, it would have been difficult to hold my attention beyond the pilot because Mm -hmm. you can only feel so sorry for people that don't feel human to you and you get more of their human side as the show develops and not just whiny rich kid. So this series premiered in January 2015 on the Canadian channel, CBC Television. So I'm wondering, when did you discover it? I discovered it on Netflix last year. I'm not sure if some deep marketing hit me because I don't remember hearing about it at all. It was just recommended to me because as you can assume, BJ and listeners, I watch a ton of sitcoms on Netflix. And so it just came up as a recommendation. And I ended up watching all of it in a few days. And so and now I can watch it in real time on pop TV. So I don't have to wait for Netflix. My cable has pop TV. So that's how I watch it. And that's how I was introduced to it. But when I started watching it, I feel like a lot of people started talking about Schitt's Creek right after I finished binging it. So I'm not sure, again, if some like deep marketing just got in my brain and I didn't even perceive it. I think there must have been some good marketing at that time because I remember when you first talked about the show, I did see a lot of buzz about it on the internet around that same period. So maybe you caught it right when it came to Netflix and they had been doing a big push to media outlets. Yeah, I saw so much about Schitt's Creek right after I finished watching it and the buzz has continued and they've finally been nominated for Emmys. So this year they're nominated for Best Comedy Series. Eugene Levy is nominated for Best Actor. Catherine O'Hara is nominated for Best Actress, which she deserves. I wish Dan Levy were also nominated, but that's fine. And they're nominated for uh, Contemporary Costume, which is not a category I usually pay attention to. But the way that they especially dress David and Moira is so specific to their characters and tells you so much about them that... I would love to see them win for that. But then again, I don't know what else is nominated. So let me not come at anyone else's deserved win. That's nice of you to wait to see who all the contenders are before picking a favorite. You know, I'm very fair. Are you? You stole my money. I didn't. I'm just excited to be your best friend. I used to be rich, listeners. (laughs) I didn't need to be a podcaster before I met me too. (laughs) Don't. Don't do this. (laughs) My life was very different. (laughs) Okay. When you were microwaving Kraft mac and cheese in my dorm room. That's what I had left. That was it. (laughs) That was rock bottom. (laughs) That certainly was rock bottom because that cheese looked weird. (laughs) Thank you. Me too. Okay, Beach. Anything else on the show? Are you ready to rate it? I think I'm ready to rate. What would you rate? CBC slash Pop TV's Shit's Creek. Oh, man, I'm very nervous because I know you are very fond of this show. And I could tell how much you loved it while we were watching. Listeners, Me Too's reactions, her laughter, her facial expressions, the way she repeated the jokes to herself. (laughs) You could see she's a true fan. And I wish I was a true fan like that. I didn't enjoy it as much as you, but I definitely appreciate it. And I'd say in terms of comedies, which are my least favorite genre, this is definitely at the top. This is one of the better comedies, better characters, better jokes. So I would rate this 
would watch again casually. I think for me, it's going to be a one episode when I think about it type of thing. But comedies just aren't a regular part of my TV viewing experience. So this isn't going to change that. Very fair. Listeners, I don't think this is this is a surprise. If you're like me and you love comedy, would watch again seriously. I would suggest watching the show, rewatching it. There were jokes I missed. And this was my fourth time viewing. I'm not saying you need to watch that often, that many times. But I absolutely love Schitt's Creek and would strongly recommend it to any of my other people who love comedies. There you go. And if you want to find more of our recommendations, head to our website at thepilotpodcast.com. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. It helps others discover us. You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at The Pilot Pod. You can like us on Facebook at The Pilot Podcast. You can send thoughts, feelings, show suggestions, questions, feedback. We love the show recommendations that you've sent us so far and are looking forward to receiving more and we'll be able to get to them in the winter time. I think we have to pause them now to askthepilotpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.